gonna have to ask you about like being from Brooklyn and a Lakers fan and a Duke fan and a Jets fan. It don't make sense to me, man. That 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 that's that's the topic right there. That's gonna make us go past thirty minutes, my friend. <laughs> uh, hello and welcome to Week Ten of the NFL season. Last week in Week Nine, we saw the Seahawks score three points. The Chargers sacked Zach Wilson eight times. The Raiders light up and smoke cigars like they won the Super Bowl. The Rams look like they may never, ever, ever win another Super Bowl. And with 490 yards and five touchdowns, C.J. Stroud is starting to look like he's that dude. Thank you for spending your Thursday evenings with us. If you are new to the show, welcome. If you're a longtime listener, welcome back. Each week we broadcast live on nofilter.net and Caffeine TV. During the football season, we bring on a special celebrity guest. More on that in a little bit. Tonight, we're going to get into week 10. We're going to pick some winners. We're going to give you the keys to much of the big matchups. If you're a betting man, you're going to want to listen because I think there's going to be some great takeaways. And we're a West Coast pod, so we know we're going to talk about Niners, Seahawks, Geno, Brock, maybe even about the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm K-Win. Big Ben's under the weather tonight. So in his place, we have Manny Brown. You know him from originally. He's from Brooklyn. He's an angry Jets fan. He's a digital content creator. His podcasts include MLBBro.com, Dead Even Sports, and Any Given Sunday. So, listeners, spread love because it's the Brooklyn way. Appreciate you, my brother. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, thanks for joining. So, uh, here with you. yeah, absolutely. So we're connected through a lot of different podcasters out a there. Of, a lot of different threads. A lot of yeah. It's a lot, it's a it's a it's a it's a wicked web we weave here in this podcast space. Yeah. So I'm a West Coast guy, live in LA, but grew up in the Bay Area. So I'm a Niners fan. So everyone talks about Kyle Shanahan's coaching tree. This is almost like Delvin Cox's podcast yeah, tree. Yeah. The way that we got connected. <laughs> Exactly. He's like the he's like the the Shanahan coaching tree, uh the, the Bill Walsh coaching tree all in the one, man. This is I'm telling you, this is for those that don't know, it's, it's, it's a crazy, it's a it's a it's a small world, the podcasting community. It's a very small world. And you are now in Tacoma, Washington, West yeah. Coast, but yep, you still yep. support your East Coast teams. Yeah, so you gotta tell yeah. me Blue Devils, which is Duke listeners, yep, New yep, York Duke. Jets, and Lakers for someone who grew up in Brooklyn. How did this happen? So listen, uh, so I, I, I root for all New York teams except for basketball, college football, and college basketball. So, uh, you know, I'm a Mets fan, unfortunately. I'm a Jets fan, even more unfortunate. Uh, I'm a Rangers fan in hockey. And then in basketball, you know, I got love for the Knicks. I don't hate the Knicks. My, I have a family member who's full of Knicks fans. But, you know, I, I kind of wanted to carve out my own path with the, with the basketball team. And uh, I really just grew up loving the colors of purple and gold. I loved the jersey. Nick Van Exel was like one of my first favorite players when I when when I started discovering basketball in the early in the early '90s. I, I loved the Nick Van Exel Lakers. Uh, you know the Eldon Campbell Lakers. This shows y'all I'm not a bandwagon Laker fan either. It's not like I just started liking the Lakers when Kobe got drafted, or you know what I mean. So um, yeah, no Nick Van Exel, Eldon Campbell, the Vladdy Divac days. You know that kind of like that mid post Showtime Laker. Pre Shaq and Kobe Laker period. That's 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 my that's my period of fandom there when I first started becoming a Laker fan. So I fell in love with the team, and then Duke. I mean, it was Duke in the early '90s. Duke was Duke yeah. was the biggest thing. I mean, they're still the biggest thing, but you know, what I mean, it, it was it was the Christian Leitner, Grant Hill, 
Bobby Hurley teams that I fell in love with in college basketball. So I just became a Duke fan. And Duke is it's kind of like a satellite New York school, even though they're in North Carolina. So it's, you know, it was just kind of a natural transition. And then Nebraska, uh, some family friends went to Nebraska. I was just growing up. I, I've always loved college football and I was always looking for a team. And I was like, well, you know, family friend goes there. They're always on TV. They're always good. Why not be a Nebraska fan? Um, I'm regretting that decision now because we've sucked for the last 20 years. But, you know, in the 90s, we were great. Yeah. And then so that's, Jack. Like, that's kind of like the abbreviated version of, of okay. why I became a fan of these teams. That's fair. So I want to get into it. This is a football show. We've got to talk about the Jets. You're a Jets fan. On your Twitter, it says angry Jets fan. So Very. my first question is, is can you walk our listeners through the roller coaster of emotions from when Aaron Rodgers got traded to the Jets to last Monday night, them losing to the Chargers? So the roller coaster of emotions. So imagine winning the Powerball, right? Imagine going from having potentially like $200 million in the bank. And then like you realize you owe the IRS a whole bunch of money. And then you go from like $200 million to like maybe $20,000. Like that's literally the roller coaster of emotions from like four plays in week one to now. It's just, it's like, what we go, we go from having Aaron Rodgers to back to Zach Wilson. Like you go from millionaire, billionaire potentially to poverty again. So that's literally, that's literally the, 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 the swing of emotions, man. I mean, it's just, it's been hard. It's been hard. It's, it's tough because you just don't know what you're getting every week. You know, it's just it's Zach Wilson. He has gotten better, but it's still, it's still a chore with Zach Wilson. It's not all his fault. Uh, you know, we've got Nathaniel Hackett, formerly the Denver Broncos coach, who's completely inept as an offensive coordinator. Um, but yeah, so it's not all his fault, but yeah, it, it's, it's rough, man. It's, 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 it's rough. Slide. I, I, I'm, I'm not even an angry Jets fan anymore. I'm, I'm okay. almost just a defeated Jets fan. I'm almost <laughs> just like, I'm just like, you know, it is what it is now at this point. Yeah, it just happens. I would almost say it's like thinking you won the Powerball. Like you're looking at the numbers, you're going crazy. You're calling your buddies. You tell your job, yeah. you're going to quit. You go in and at the end it's a two and not a one. And you yep. don't have the winning line. Yep, yep, exactly. That's <laughs> that's even a better that's even a better analogy. It's like yeah, you start order. You're online ordering your like Maseratis and your Maybach, <laughs> and it's like, oh no, actually, you didn't win. Yeah. Ow, that's ouch. Yeah, no, I, it, it's it's been it's been you know. I mean, and listen, I, I think that obviously, if we had Aaron Rodgers, would be in a better spot. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you put in a Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, you know, it, you know, he's good enough to win you two or three games by himself. Um, and listen, we're still in the, I mean, I don't want to make it all doom and gloom. I mean, we're still four and four. There's still lots yeah. of season left. I mean, it's still half of the season just left to play. So we're still right there, but I mean, it's just tough, man. And especially in the AFC, you know, it, it's yeah. so many really good teams in the AFC. So the play, I mean, there's somebody that's going to get left out in the AFC. I mean, there may be a 10 win team that gets left out in the AFC. I mean, that's just how competitive it is. 100%. So, uh, I'm in Los Angeles. Like I said, Stafford is out. Rams just signed Carson Wentz. So my next question, would you rather have Carson Wentz or Zach Wilson as your starting quarterback? I'd rather have you as my starting quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like it's like deciding, do you want to have diabetes or lupus? It's like, uh, I guess which one is like more manageable? Like, no, honestly. Now, listen, uh, listen, Carson Wentz, it's amazing. I mean, you, you think back to 2017, this dude was going, it was a lot to be the MVP. Yeah. And you fast forward just six years later and he's out of the league. 
I like know. It, it's just crazy. And I still think the kid can play. Like I still yeah. think he has talent. Obviously, there's there's stuff beyond football. I, I you know you hear that he's not necessarily the greatest locker room guy. Who knows? Maybe he's been humbled. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I mean, this is kind of his last real opportunity to get a job and stick in the NFL again. So listen, I still think he can play. I still think on a good, I mean, if, if Tommy DeVito can start games for the Giants, I think Carson Wentz can, can still play in it. Yeah. So in Malibu, they've got a lot of like rehabilitation, you know, centers because <laughs> yeah. the celebrities yep. get a little too full of themselves. Yep. They enjoy the nightlight a little too much. They yeah, got to go to rehab. I feel like Sean McVay is like the passages for quarterbacks because <laughs> last year it was Baker Mayfield. All right, we're going to give you a shot. Wins. Yeah, seriously. Like, like, good for him, right, for not just throwing in the towel. We all saw yeah. what Brett Griffin did last week, and, yeah. you know, that wasn't enough. It, it, yeah, you, you, you. I mean, listen, again, Carson Wentz, and I get it because they're – and it's amazing because, like, there's people that either like really still defend Carson Wentz or people that hate Carson Wentz. Apparently like people, like people think like, you know, he assassinated JFK apparently like <laughs> that's how they treat. That's how some circles online treat Carson Wentz. I'm like, he's, I listen, he's not, he, listen, his career has stalled out. He's not what he was going to potentially be pre-injury, but I still think he's a pretty decent quarterback. Even, I mean, even last year, you look at his numbers, he wasn't great, but I mean, it still was, serviceable and, and the Colts I thought he got completely he got a raw deal with the Colts I thought he got uh scapegoated and they had other issues on that team yeah but they blamed him and I and he put up decent numbers with the Colts I, I listen I'm not a Carson Wentz guy per se but I still think he can play um and I think he can help the Rams especially if, if Stafford is out for any period of time I, I still think he's a better option than Brett Rippon or whoever else that they're gonna throw out there Let's hope it's not me because I'm like 20 miles away. I mean, away hey, listen, I, you, you, you know, listen, you, you you got the athletic ties in your family. So, you know, listen, you may be able to. I mean, listen, at this point, I'll take, I'll take, you know, Joe Namath at seven, at close to 80 over Zach Wilson at this point. It is, we're not saying that much. All right. That's fair. Now you have to help me and Big Ben settle a bet. So I'm a Niners <laughs> fan of the Bay. Ben's a Seahawks fan. Okay. Big Seahawks fan. So. Geno Smith, he struggled the last three weeks. Brock Purdy had a bye week, but he struggled too. Which quarterback are you more worried about moving forward, Brock Purdy or Geno Smith? That's a great question. Oh, man. There's still a little bit of an unknown with Brock Purdy, right? Like, there's still that element of, like, how good is he? Is it more Shanahan in the offense? and Or is it just, is he that good? Personally, I would be a little concerned. I'd be more concerned with, I'd be more concerned with Gino, honestly, because I think Gino kind of is what he is. So, but is he the guy that he was last year where he was a pro bowl quarterback or is he the guy that he's been the majority of his career, which is kind of an average to below average quarterback. And, you know, you see it in every sport. You have those years where a guy just comes out of nowhere and has that fairy, you know, magic carpet ride. And and they just become this player that no one expects. You know, we saw it with Case Keenum a few years ago, right? He had a great yeah. year. And then all of a sudden he went back to earth. You know, is 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 Geno Smith Case Keenum 2.0, right? Um, I still think Purdy, you know, listen, he benefits from being a Shannon. I mean, I mean, there's no question. So I would be concerned with Purdy. But honestly, I don't think Purdy's played that badly. Um, by comparison, I mean, everybody talks about the Browns game. He had them in position to win the game. The kicker missed the, kick, the field goal kick, you know. Um, 
against Minnesota, I, I, you know, he threw some picks late in the game. So that kind of like threw off his numbers. And then he was bad a couple, you know, uh, against the Bengals. A couple weeks ago. Um, you know, he was bad in that game. That was like the real, like real clunker that he had. So I don't think he's played that poorly. And also they've had a lot of injuries on offense. Listen, I don't think Brock Purdy is Patrick Mahomes. This idea that Brock Purdy is now like he's on that level with Mahomes and, and, Allen and, Burrow. and yeah, yeah, he's not that, but is he a very, a good to very good quarterback? I think he is. And I think he can, I think he can still prove that. And he still has a chance. I mean, listen, the Niners are going to be fine. And I think this, I still think the Seahawks will be okay. Cause I still think Gino, I think Gino's more akin to the guy that we saw last year um, than he is the guy that we saw a couple years ago. But honestly, I would be a little bit more concerned with Gino. I agree with you. Uh, Gino has six interceptions, two fumbles over the last four weeks. Purdy, by week, but he's had, I think, five interceptions, no fumbles. But why I'm not that worried about Purdy is because big, bad Trent Williams has been out, and he's been trying to do a little bit more. Yeah, you can say he was behind and had to bring the Niners back, but if Trent is in there, their offense looks right. so much different. If Debo's right. in there and they're going to run it down your throats and Purdy's and I think Debo's the big loss there. I think Debo's the big loss there. I, I think people it's it's amazing. I, I think Debo Samuel's almost as underrated oh, yeah. <laughs> because he you know, he almost gets he, you know, some people think he's overrated. I, I think he's underrated. I think he I think his value to that team, he's a per- we all know we can do as a receiver and as a running back. I mean, you can kind of put him in different, different, uh, different packages. I, I think he makes that team go in a lot of ways. And him being out for an extended period of time, I think, has really hurt their offense. I mean, it really kind of started when he got hurt. Um, they're kind of their their downward spiral. But honestly, I think the biggest issue uh, with both teams, I think, it's, you know, specifically with the Niners, is their defense. Their defense is just not playing well. I know, and that's been the other thing. Like they're letting up. 30 points, I think, to the Vikings. Yes. And yeah. the Bengals drove down the fir- field in the first possession and scored and yeah. then kind of scored at yeah. will. And it's they haven't been yeah. getting to the quarterback. No, I no. I mean, they both, I think, have like, like three sacks all year, I think. I think it's the number, two or three sacks all year. I mean, yeah. Yeah, they're just – they're not that – you know, I, I think they just have not played well. And I think that's a big issue for the Niners right now. I think they got to figure out the defense. I still think the defense will be okay. But yeah, I think that's I think that's more of a concern than Purdy. Purdy is what he is. I think as long as he gets his weapons back and Shanahan's still a, a, a genius on the offensive side of things, I think they'll be fine there. I think the defense has to get incredibly better because they're built on defense. They're yeah. built on defense. Yeah. Well, like if you look at their Super Bowl runs and what John Lynch does, it's like mm-hmm. it's their front four. They got yep. Chase Young. They got Randy Gregory. Now they're going to rotate these guys, and they got to put pressure on the quarterback because that makes their set. Secondary, which is probably the weakest link of their defense, that much better. And for the Seahawks, honestly, the Seahawks got a little bit of Dolphins in them. It's like the Seahawks will beat up the team that they know that they can beat, but it's when they step up in in weight class, that's when you really see – They get punched in the mouth. Yeah, exactly. They get punched in the mouth, and they really don't know how to respond. And they're a little bit of a – like, I just don't know what you're going to get from week to week. You know, at home, they're great. We all know know the clink is is an, an amazing home field advantage. For them but when they go on the road they're 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 really average and so sometimes it's kind of hard to see what seahawk team you're getting one week you watch them and they look great and then the other week they look like they're just barely an nfl team so um yeah i i think the seahawks to me got a little bit of dolphins in them where it's like mm, they're good they'll beat up the they'll beat up the cardinals and the Drex of the league but when they step up in weight class then you know how good are they it, it still remains to be seen
Yeah, what worries me about them is they don't have that run game too. So like, if you're on the road, yeah, I think they like, haven't been able to find the run game. I mean, not really since Marshawn, they just have they they've just never been able to really get the way. You know, Kenneth Walker's good, but you know he hasn't played that well recently. And and you know it's it's just I don't yeah they're just they're a weird team to evaluate, man. Sometimes when they're great, they're really good, and when they're bad, they're really bad. It's like no in between with the Seahawks. Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, for real. All right, so you want to get in some weekly picks? Let's do it. All right. So before we get into the weekly picks, I want to talk to you about Magic Mind. This little shot of Magic Mind blew my mind. It's this boost in the morning. It gives me clarity. It gives me energy all day. I used to try coffee. I used to try tea. But the peaks and the valleys were so extreme. With Magic Mind, it's that even kill energy that doesn't level off each day. It's one thing to take my word, but you should actually try it out. So go to magicmind.com backslash Big Ben. MagicMind.com backslash Big Ben. Use our promo code Big Ben20, and you'll receive up to 56% off or 20% off if you're already a subscriber. That's MagicMind.com backslash Big Ben, promo code Big Ben20. It's all natural ingredients. It's vegan. It's no sugar. It's paleo friendly. Test it out. You'll see a wave of difference. It's changed my routine. It's changed the way that I stay on top of my podcast game. So check it out. 100% money back guarantee. So don't be afraid of anything. Give it a shot and it'll give you a great boost. All right, Manny. We're going to get into the best part of the show here. Yeah. It is the weekly pick So each week we bring on a very special celebrity guest. Think of it like college game day, but with okay. a West Coast NFL twist. Right, we only do it. 10 games and we do straight money lines. So just pick a winner. Don't worry about spreads. Got it. Okay. The leader this week or this year actually has seven out of 10. I'm feeling wow. good here. I think you got a shot. And if you win, we're going to fly up to Tacoma. We're going to have a parade. We're going to have a good oh, time. Okay. We're going right. to give you this trophy. It looks like a Lombardi trophy, but it isn't a Lombardi trophy, but it will have your name inscribed in there. And we'll have a little celebration party if you can have the most wins at the end of the year. And I'm a New Yorker and a Duke fan. I like trophies, so let's get it. Let's get it. All right. So I'm doing double duty. I'm going to go through the games and try to pick them off for you at the same time. So okay. first game, we are in Germany. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. We got another Germany game. Yeah, we got another, the cool another Germany one. Versus the Pats. Who do you like in this game? Ooh, man, that game. Um, I'm going to go with the Colts. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Colts on that one. Uh, the Pats just, yeah, that, that it's the fact that the Jets lost to the Pats, it's still, still just mind boggling to me. But hey, yeah, I, I, the Colts, the Colts are a better team right now than the Patriots, but the Patriots are gonna be competitive, they'll be in it. But, um, I, it's gonna be a close game, but I think, I think the Colts talk about Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, like the Pats, they've been up and down all year. Uh, you know, Listen, it couldn't have happened to a better franchise, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll go with the Colts. I'm with you on that. All right, next game. We've got New Orleans in Minnesota playing the Vikings. Ooh, that's going to be a good game. That's going to be a good game. I never fully trust the Saints. Got a really good defense. Their offense is still kind of, man, because they're at home. Minnesota seems to, I think they've kind of rallied behind the Kirk Cousins injury, too. Now they got Dobbs. I'm going to go with the Vikings. I like that on that one. Carr and the Saints have struggled in the red zone. 
which is yeah. surprising because they got Alvin touchdown Kamara and they got Alave, but they really yeah. haven't gotten those guys together at the same time. And then I'm not a big fan of swapping in Taysom Hill and taking out your quarterback and getting rid of his rhythm. Yeah, he's productive though. Yeah, no. Productive. Yeah. Saints on the road always is, is, is always iffy anyway too. The Saints and the Seahawks to me very similar. Teams that are great at home and then on the road, it's it's yeah. I'm with you, home dog on that one. I like the Vikings. Dobbs actually can look at the playbook this week. Last week, he right? Didn't and, get it. and remember his teammates' names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're moving out to Cincinnati, Texans against the Bengals. That is another good game. Oh man, who who knew about the Texans, man? I and I I completely botched CJ Stroud. I thought he was gonna be a bust. And he's yeah. he's yeah, wow. It shows it shows I how I can pick quarterbacks. Um, but Bengals the Bengals seem like they're fine, they're starting to kind of they're rounding into form. And the Texans, it's a nice story. They're a young team. But I don't think they're ready to win this game on the road against a you know a two-time AFC championship game uh, contender. Yeah, I, I think the Bengals on this one. I think the Bengals are starting to kind of round into shape. So my question is, do you think C.J. Stroud is a top eight quarterback this year? Ooh, I got to see him do it for another year before I'm ready to say, okay, yeah, he's one of the standard bearers of the league. Um, I'll, I'll say this. He's played like a top eight quarterback this year for sure. Is he that? Am I ready to say, okay, CJ Stroud is going to be this for the next five to 10 years. I got to see him do it again. Got to see him do it and do it again. Cause like I was thinking about it. So obviously you've got in no order, you've got Mahomes, right. you've got Allen, you've got Burrow, you've got Hertz, you've got Lamar. I think those yeah. are the top five. I mean, Tua, yeah. you got to throw two in there at six. Uh, yeah. I mean, Herbert, seven. Rodgers, when he's healthy. Rodgers. I mean, you could even argue Jared Goff, the way he's playing. Yeah, I'd throw Jared Goff in there. Absolutely. Cousins. Yeah, I'd throw – I mean, Dak. Yeah, I know I know. it's it's popular to basically hate all things Dak, but, you know, you know, Dak is still a pretty good quarterback. I mean, if you're going to put two in there, you got to put Dak in there. You know, I like two, is, two better two than is Dak. basically a poor man's Dak. I, I mean – He's, I, he's I don't know how you watch two of them. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's definitely played like to answer your question. I think he's definitely played like a top quarterback this year. But again, I, I, I've got to see it year two, year three before I'm ready to say, okay, Stroud is that guy. Um, and he listen, he he may do it again next year. And if he does, then he's definitely in that mix for sure. Next year will be is he a top six quarterback? Right, top five. Yeah, no, he's 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 been great. I, I've been shocked how, you know, just he's been dominant. He's been a dominant quarterback. He doesn't look phased in the pocket. He's no. composed. No, no, no. And I listen. I I botched that one. I thought Bryce Young was going to be great, and you know, CJ Stroud was going to struggle. And yeah, I, I botched that one. So it shows you why I'm not a GM. <laughs> There's still time <laughs> for that. <laughs> Now, Jamar Chase is banged up. Higgins is banged up. I think they'll yeah. both play. Uh, I got the Bengals. They're rolling. They look good. Yeah. We should have never doubted yeah. them because it was Burrow's injury that set them back. Yeah. And it really Burrow's, couldn't. And they always just start out. Slow. They're always just one of those teams that just traditionally starts out really slow. They never really get out of the gate fast. But, um, yeah, they're, they're starting to run in shape now. Now, moving to SoFi, not too far from where I live. Oh, yeah. We got the Lions playing the Chargers. Another really good game. This is going to be a good weekend of NFL football. Uh, Chargers, Lions. Oh, man. 
that's a hard, that's a pick em game. Yeah. Um, hmm. I'm going to go with the Lions on this one. I'm going to go with the Lions. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be a close game. I know we're not using the spread, but I think that's definitely a pick em game. Um, but I'm going to go with the Lions. I think they need a big win on the road, especially after that debacle they had a couple weeks ago where they, they got smacked around by the uh, – by the Ravens, you know, yeah. So I, I think that you know, and I wasn't honestly, I wasn't that impressed with the Chargers. I, you know, last I, I watched them closely on Monday Night Football, playing my Jets, and honestly, if the Jets had a like a semi, a high school offense, like that could have been a closer game. I, I honestly wasn't that impressed with the with the Chargers. I, yeah, I listen, their defense is pretty okay. I know statistically they have one of the worst defenses, but um, yeah, I think the Lions, man, I think the Lions. I'm gonna go with the Lions on that one. I. Don't disagree with you, but I feel like the Chargers have to win, and Staley has to win. I think yeah. at home, Eckler's back. Yeah. When they lost, it was bad defense. They had no run game. They had no vertical game because Mike Williams is out and Palmer and Quinton Johnson yeah. couldn't figure it out. Eckler's back. It seems like it's a different flow in the offense. Keenan Allen, he's just going to catch balls underneath all he's that. Just, yeah. I think because of the desperation and they're at home, I'm going to go against you on this one. I'm going Chargers. Yeah. It's not, I mean, it's not a bad pick. I mean, it's, it's again, it's the ultimate pick em game. It could go either way. I just think the Lions, they're due for a big win on the road. And, uh, yeah, I think they're going to play well in that game. Honestly, I really do. All right. Now we've got the Niners heading out to Jacksonville. Jags have won five in a row. Niners have quiet, lost. Quiet. Quite, they might be the sleeper in the AFC. They may upset the Bengal, you know, KC. I know Buffalo hasn't played up to that level, but you know, the, you know, the, you think of the AFC, you think of those three big teams. But Jacksonville's quietly emerged as a, as another contender in the AFC. Um, I think the 49ers, I think this is a big game for the 49ers. I think they need this win. Um, the, 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 the shine is off the 49ers a little bit. They've lost what two in a row, three in a row, um, three in a row. Yeah, sorry, three in a row. Um, yeah, I think the 49ers, it'll be a close game. It'll be a tough, I, I keep saying that a lot. It's going to be a close game. I, I don't think there's, I don't see any blowouts in any of these games. I think they're all relatively close games, but I think, I think the 49ers are going to win this game. I think the defense steps up and, and gets back on track, especially if they've heard like for a week now, what's wrong with the 49ers the defense, yeah. this, 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 that Brock Purdy stinks, blah, blah, blah. I think the 49ers, I think they're going to be chomping at the bit to play this game. Debo's back. Brock Purdy had a week off. Now you got Chase Young on the opposite opposite side of Bosa. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, the big Chase, Chase Young's going to get single coverage. Give me the Niners in this one. I think yeah. the Niners win, but it's going to be a very close game. I think they win by like a field goal or a touchdown. Yep. All right, we got another good game. It's just all these good like games or yeah, Cleveland at Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go Baltimore on this one. Uh, yeah, Cleveland to me, uh, their offense is still a little iffy. Um, it's a rivalry game, so always, I know it's a cliche, it's going to be a close game, but it, this is definitely a rivalry game, obviously. So it's always, you, anytime it's a rivalry game, I think it's going to be close. Um, yeah, I think it's Baltimore, though. Baltimore's a little bit better, of a better team. You know what you're getting with Baltimore offensively. With Cleveland, I think it's just kind of every week, it's just up and down with them um 
Yeah, I think uh, yeah, give me Baltimore in that game. Yeah, early in the year with Baltimore's offense, uh, I think it took a little time because they have a new offensive coordinator, Tom Munkin. Yep. But they've yep. won three in a row. They've won different ways. They ran yeah. all over the Seahawks last week. I just don't believe in Deshaun Watson right now with the Browns. No, I don't. I don't either. Hit, so I'm with you, Baltimore. I don't either. Yep. All right, we've got Atlanta in Arizona. I think Kyler might be back. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I don't understand why Arizona got rid of Josh Dobbs. I, I, I don't understand that. They were playing. They were a fun story. You know, I know. They were, you know, they had a bad. You know, they were. They, they weren't good record wise, but you know, they they were competitive. They were in every game for the most part. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. I mean, I think Arizona's going t- in tank mode, honestly. But um, the Falcons, man, uh, Arthur Smith. I, I'm not a huge fan of Arthur Smith. As a head coach, I mean, you got. Bajan I just don't like how he uses Bijan or Pitt no. Or he's using Bijan as a decoy. Like, what are you doing? Like, I just yeah. To me, Arthur Smith is one of those guys that thinks he's he invented offensive football. He rubs me the wrong way. That being said, to the play on the field, yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Falcons, just yeah. because I think the Cardinals. Yeah, I I, I think they're in tank mode and. Yeah, getting rid of Dobbs was a was a was a big one, and I don't know what to expect out of Kyler, honestly. Yeah, I don't know what to expect out of Kyler. If you're listening at home, you should not follow me on this pick. I'm just gonna go Cardinals. I'm just gonna say Ooh, that, figure God, it out. I, 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 you know, I did, I went Falcons, but I wasn't very confident in that pick. <laughs> Cardinals winning that game. Now, For sure. okay. if you're the Cardinals, they might get a top three pick the way that they're playing. Yeah. Do you draft a quarterback? You know, the Cardinals are going to be in the same situation, kind of like the Giants, where, you know, you got Daniel Jones, and in the Giants' case, you got Kyler Murray. Now, I think Kyler Murray is a better quarterback than Daniel Jones, but you're in a situation where it's like, hmm, do you feel good about Kyler Murray? You know, I've never been a big Kyler Murray fan, honestly. Yeah. I, I think he was a product of Lincoln Riley, me, my, me personally, and then Cliff Kingsbury. Um, I'm not a big Kyler guy, but they paid him a lot of money. Oh, they paid him a lot of money. And and you're going to just get off of that in what year? When does that contract even kick in? I think next year, right? Yeah. For, I the, think for the cat geeks out there, when does, that, when does that kick in? I think next year. If it didn't kick in this year, I think definitely next year. <sighs> That's a lot of dead weight on that cap to get rid of him. I... All right. I, I, think, I think I think the Cardinals. I think I think the Cardinals will. Hmm. And then the, don't they got a new GM too? Yeah. So they got a new GM, right? And yeah. So it kicks in next year is thirty-seven million in twenty twenty-four. Twenty twenty-five is eighteen. Twenty-six is twenty-two. Twenty-seven is nineteen. Uh, yeah, it jumps up from two million to thirty-seven million. That's a huge cap. Yeah, they're not drafting. I don't even think they can. Even if they wanted to, I don't think they can. Yeah, I don't. I I also think they need so many different players. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know if you're going to get off Kyler. You're going to draft a quarterback. Like, you just wasted that on. Yeah. I mean, if you draft a quarterback, you're going to have to trade Kyler. And I don't know who's taking Kyler in that salary. Yeah. I just, like. 
yeah, I don't, I, you know, and if you cut them, it's just a bunch of dead weight. You know, they're, they're again, similar situation to the Giants, similar situation to Broncos, too. Because what are the Broncos going to do if they end up with a top, you know, five or six pick? And they've got Russell sitting there with a lot of money, too. So that, you know, there's a lot of teams that have got a lot of issues right now with, a, you know, a lot of money to a quarterback and a heavy quarterback draft class. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. If you're the Cardinals, though, that's a t- that's a tough one, man. Two million to thirty-seven. Whew. Yeah, that's a big jump. I wish I had that kind of. Yeah, well, I wish we had that kind of problem. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> First world problems here. All right, next game we've got Washington at Seattle. That's another one. That's an interesting one. The Commanders are the most. I never know what to make with that team. They're just one week. They are the ultimate, like, they can beat anybody and they can lose to anybody. Yeah. Like, one week, they'll beat the Chiefs by 20, and then they'll lose to Arizona by 20. Like, it's just, they're, they're, they're such a hard team to, to fully commit. I Listen, I, I think the Seahawks getting beat the way they did on the road against the Ravens, I think they bounce back in a big way. Um, yeah, they're at home. Yeah, I think that I think that's a I don't even think that's a close one. I think the Seahawks went big on that one. I want to pick Washington just to upset Ben and the Seahawks <laughs> to us because of Ben. Yeah. But I just don't see Washington winning, especially at home, especially after they gave up their top two defensive players. I think yeah. what are they they're doing? They're not trying they're to just, win. I, I don't understand what they're doing. They're they're in the NFC. God. <laughs> I don't like you're st- like why would you do that? I I don't I mean I could see maybe trading Chase Young cuz you know him and that it, there seems to be something going on there where they weren't fully in sync with the injuries and all that. But Sweat, why did you give up Sweat? I I yeah. I I don't understand what the and I know they have a new ownership and he's trying to kind of Well, that's what I think it know. is. I think it's, you know, new ownerships like a new boss, right? Like Yeah. I want my people. I got to get my people. I can't win with these people. I get it, but you're you're right there in the NFC. I mean, you're not in the AFC. You're right there. I mean, they could they could they win this week. They're in a, they're in a playoff spot or potentially. So they you are. know they're right there. I, I yeah, I don't understand what the what the Commanders are doing, but yeah, I, I got to go with the Seahawks on that one. Okay, so we've got your Jets coming to Sin City playing the Raiders. Yeah, are you yeah. gonna go with your heart? I, I yeah, I, I think the Jets will win. Um, Zach Wilson in that offense, so it's it's bound to just be a close game. Just 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 from just from existence, it's gonna be a close game. Yeah, I think the Raiders kind of they won their Super Bowl last week. The coaching change, the cigars in the locker room. I think reality kind of sets in. You know, Aiden O'Connell. You know, uh, the Jets with a rookie, I guess a rookie quarterback. That defense, that pass rush, that offensive line. Yeah, I think the Jets. I think, you know, it's all about the offense, though, man. It's The Jets just have to have a professional showing on offense because I think defensively they got the edge. So it, it's just about offense. Does the offense show up? Um, I think they will. I think, you, you know, just law of averages would tell you they got to be better than three points against the Raiders, which are not a great defense. Um, Max Crosby included. Um, yeah, I think the Jets, though. But it's, yeah, I don't feel great about it. Trust me. You should feel good about it. The Jets' defense is solid and strong. They'll shut down and minimize Josh Jacobs. The Raiders on their own will minimize Devontae Adams because they haven't figured out <laughs> how to win the ball anyway. So I, I, I agree. Jets in that one. Yeah. All right. Last game. It's Monday night. It's Denver 
against the Bills in Buffalo. I got to go with the Bills there. Yeah, I think the Broncos are playing better. Broncos are playing better. Um, but, yeah, I think the Bills, that, that that's another team that, yeah, I've always just felt that they were overhyped, honestly. And I'm not saying this because it's AFC East and I hate the Bills. But I just a lot of people just kind of anointed the Bills as like, oh yeah, just start printing, printing Bills Mafia, start printing you know Super Bowl tickets, and I was just like that team to me is still very, I, you know, even, and I know they've had a lot of injuries, so don't get me wrong, I know they've had a lot of injuries, but yeah, I, I didn't believe in the Bills as much as other people did. I, I, to me, Josh Allen, I know this is going to be a hot take. I think Josh Allen is I, – I, the, the people that think the, – I'm the person that thinks about Josh Allen to what people online think about Lamar Jackson. Let's just put it that way. Ooh, okay. Can't win the big game. Can't win the Super Bowl. I've never seen a quarterback get more out of losing to the Chiefs than Josh Allen. Let's just put it that way. I wish he, Big Ben was on this because he's he He's a turnover him. machine. He's a turnover machine. And listen, I'm not saying he's not good. Yeah. I think he's a good quarterback. But, you know, people basically put him in Canton already after, like, losing. Oh, the heroics of losing to the – he lost. He lost. <laughs> you know? Like, and then last year he was a turnover machine. It's yeah. cut down a little bit this year, but he's still kind of up and down. Yeah, that team – yeah, they're, they're, there's something there's something missing with that team. I, you know, the stuff with, with Diggs. Yeah, I, yeah. They're, I say that to say they're still going to win the game because, yeah, I think the Broncos are still the Broncos and the Bills are still the Bills. Yeah, so I think the Bills rebound, especially after losing last week the way they did. Um, I think they rebound, and I think they 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 put a hurting on the Broncos. It's like you read my notes coming into this podcast because everyone out there is sick of everyone always saying this is the year of the Cowboys. This is the year of the Cowboys. Like I've heard that like all my life. And yeah. yeah, they had the triplets and they were good. But since the triplets, they haven't been good. Yeah. I'm sick and tired of this is the year of the Bills. Like, we hear it every year. And it's the same thing. They don't have a run game. Nope. Gabe Davis is erratic. You don't know what he's going to get. Erratic. He's overrated. <laughs> he's stopping anyone. And besides Diggs, there's really no one underneath that can get the ball. Yeah. And then they're going to try to bring Lenny Fournette as the savior in the backfield. Yeah. Yeah, they just yeah, their run game is 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 shot. Their Don Miller's 80 and always injured. And you know, yeah, I, I listen, I and I'm with you. And listen, Josh Allen, like we gotta have a conversation. Like, people kill Lamar Jackson. Oh, he stinks, you can't win a big game, he can't throw in the pocket. And I'm like, they've got the same career, and Lamar Jackson has an MVP, and Josh Allen does not, by the way. So yeah. Like let's let's be fair here in our analysis of Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Like for the heat that Lamar gets, Josh Allen should get the same heat. Sure. So you know how you feel about Josh Allen, how people on the internet feel about Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. I feel about Sean McDermott as the internet feels about Mike McCarthy. Ooh. Like yeah. at some point, it's coach, it's personnel, it's scheme. Yeah. Like, they've got the personnel. Uh, like, yeah. how many more chances are we going to give Sean McDermott? Listen, it's amazing. It's amazing. And people hate McCarthy. I mean, like, the guy did win a Super Bowl. That counts. Yeah. I, know he, I know he had Aaron Rodgers, but he did win a Super Bowl and came close a couple times with Brett Favre. So I'm like, eh. like you guys talk about him like he's some stiff off the street. 
Um, that being said, I get the criticism. Yeah, I mean, listen, McDermott, I think he's a decent coach, but yeah, he's he can he can he can get some of the smoke too. I mean, listen, for a guy who's had Josh Allen and and Diggs and Poyer and Von Miller and all these other guys, yeah, he he, he should have been to the Super Bowl already. Let's just put yeah. it that way. Yeah. All right. So we went through our picks. Now we need you to pick the Monday night game total points. That's the tiebreaker. In case for some reason you're tied, we got to go to the tiebreaker. I can give you a tip that. Okay. Where is that? Okay. Here it is. Yeah. Give me a tip. Monday night over under is at where? Okay. It's at 45.5 points. Hmm. So we need your total points in case there's a tiebreaker. Totally. Or you could just go 10, 10 out of 10 and not worry about the tiebreaker. I'll do the tiebreaker. And you said the total, the, the, the over-under is 45 and a half? That's what I'm seeing. Uh, wow. Right? I'm, seeing, I'm seeing three days ago, 45 and a half. Huh. I'm seeing yesterday, it's 47. Ooh. Oh. Man. Um Man, I'm going to go I'm I, I'll go with the 3 days ago, 45 and a half. Um I'm going to go under. Okay. I'm going to go under that. I'm going to go 40. 40. All right. Yeah. 40 and a half. I'll go 40 and a half. 40 and a half. All right. A bit. Yeah. 40 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So we got Colts, Vikings, Bengals, Lions, Niners, Ravens, Falcons. Yeah. I already said Lions. Lions again. <laughs> Seahawks. I'll warn the audience here. I'll warn the audience here now. I am a notoriously terrible picker. <laughs> so do not take any of these things and run to Vegas, please. <laughs> that means he wins a lot. You should go to Vegas. Oh, stop it. No, 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 no. Please don't. Please don't. Do not. Let, let, let's just put it this way. Do not do not put your house up for sale. <laughs> do, not, do not put your house up for sale. <laughs> and then closing out, we got Seahawks, Jets, Bills, 40 and a half yep. on Monday night. Yep. So, yep. 40 and a half. Manny, that wraps up. Yeah. Yeah, man, it was fun. It was great. Thank you for having me on. And uh, yeah, hope this is the first of many. Yeah. Well, before we let you go, you want to tell our listeners where they can find you online and where they can hear yeah. your content? Yeah, man. Well, thanks for having me on, and and thanks for the audience for listening. Hope you guys enjoy. And uh, again, don't 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 take still don't take those picks too seriously. Um, no, you can find me online on Twitter at the Manuel Brown, D-T-H-E, and then my full name, M-A-N-U-E-L Brown on Twitter and on Instagram. That's where I'm mainly at. And uh, yeah, follow me. Uh, and I'm a host of uh, Any Given Sunday. My show's a little bit on a hiatus right now, but I uh, during the baseball season, I host Debatables on MLBbro.com. Uh, and uh, check it out, man, if you're a baseball fan. And uh, yeah, just follow me and uh, I'll keep you plugged in on everything that I got going on. All right, man. We got to have you back on with Big Ben. I know he had some Pacific Northwest Tacoma stuff he wanted to throw your way. Yeah, we got some things. We got some things to talk about for sure. We, I, I'm, I, you know, you already know my number. You know where to find me. I, I'm here. Let All right, we'll get you in like playoffs or maybe some NBA hoops. I'm ready. I'm ready. Anytime, man. 
All right. Thanks again. Be good. Yeah, no worries. Thanks you.